about the great shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg. This is... Witty Sabriquiet Matthew Strange. And this is... Born Depressed Mule. <laughs> oh, he's got one! He's got one! How have you both been this week? Gaming. <laughs> Gaming real hard. Playing video games and... Uh, More watching total wrestling. War. Watching wrestling, uh, weird indie Steam beta uh, recommendation of the week. Dreadlands, it's Necromunda and Fallout Tactics having a little baby. It's awesome. If condensed at the moment, but it and will you grow. Get pigs. You get pigs. You can have an army of pigs, and I fucking <laughs> love pigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might not know about my weird obsession with pig men. We'll come back. It's not sexual. Anybody who's listening, I just think they're cool as fuck. <laughs> I really like pig men and pigs. Uh, we were caught up mostly with NJPW, finally this weekend. Nearly there. So Sonata did the uncomfortable move. It made me sad. I oh, you it. love, you love Scott any, <laughs> any match recommendations? Uh, ooh. I wouldn't say so yet, but we're just about to get to like all the hot matches because it's been a bit crippled by, you know, the current yeah. global situation. But no, some of the a matches lot. were good though. The four-man tags have been fantastic. Oh yeah, great fun. Uh, a lot of C's. It'll, it should build up in the next bracket. So basically, nothing. I'd go go out of your way to watch this, but you know, it's all solid. Yeah. Takahashi versus Ishii was remarkably good, as I don't really enjoy Ishii. Um, I really loved Yano versus uh, what's his name, Time Bomb. Oh, Takahashi. Takahashi. That was beautiful. But you'd have to love comedy wrestling to like that match. So, so not one for Jim Cornette, then? No, no, no it wasn't. There was at least five sets of hair clippers in it. Not everyone was seven foot. No. <laughs> Birdie man slapping meat! So, this might be the first time you've listened to our show, and even if it isn't, uh, you... If it isn't, you will know. We have a tier list, which is how we rank our matches and how we rank the episodes for the week. That tier list, for those who have listened before to try and keep it interesting, Mr. Strange will now explain in a new and different, interesting way. What's your tier list this week? Uh, I'm impressed you remembered this early. You've got it down after a few slips. Um, hi there, welcome to my Weeb uh, podcast. I'm going to show exactly how much of a Weeb elitist I am by explaining the tier list versus via anime you can actually watch on Netflix. Um, so, tier list originally comes from... Uh, Japanese school system, which is similar to our school system. You'll know it from a bunch of YouTube channels. And it's particularly weeby, you know, Resident Evil games and stuff. So uh, we work in a, a letter-based grade system going up. We start with the lowest rank match. A D match is something I am displeased to watch. I've not enjoyed it. I've mostly played on my phone. Maybe I don't give a fuck about the story. Maybe it's bad wrestling. And no anime on Netflix represents this quite as much as Sword Art Online. It's awful. Just because it's pretty doesn't mean it's good. It's got rapey subtones, a bland plot. Don't watch Sword Art Online, you fucking normies. Is that Moving the one, up. Is that Go the on. one where they've got, like, the girl is just the prize sort of, you know? Yeah, that's the one. To... Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a C-rank match is a match which is just good. You know, uh, it should be the average grade. I have had a good time. The wrestling is solid. The story is solid. It doesn't blow me away anywhere, but I've had a good time throughout it. 
And this is the weirdest anime I've ever had to recommend. It's Girls and Panzer. Girls and Panzer is the tale of uh, some Japanese schoolgirls in a school where their school sport is fighting each other with tanks. It's not the most exciting anime. It's not the most uh, beautifully animated anime. But it is really historically accurate with use of military tanks from the Second World War in combat. And it's just a good storyline. Watch that. A B-match is something which takes something exceptional. Either that, well, good, great. The, the wrestling is great. Storyline is great. Maybe one part is phenomenal. The wrestler, if just a, a fucking amazing wrestling match can tonk it up to this, even if the story's shit. Um, and if we're looking for strong story and you're looking for something which is worth watching just for the mystery, you should watch Erased on Netflix. It's the story of a guy who has to go back and solve his childhood murders of scare kids in his school, which is a bit dark, but it's real good. And people only watch normie shit. I'm being a proper elitist here. This is my rage. I'm I like the point of the girls and panzers only a C, mate. Ma mate, it's real good, but it doesn't quite cross that threshold. No, it doesn't. You are correct. A matches are great. They blow you away. They've got story relevance. They've got uh, great wrestling. They've got both of the factors that I require in a good place. And they should at least excel in one or both of them. You're looking at those matches you don't look away from. You've got great story and it's just phenomenal. And everybody should watch Doro Hedoro on Netflix. It is a phenomenal story. It's the most consistent setting I've seen since fucking Babylon 5. Uh, it's just wonderful. And the violence is phenomenal. It's a visual masterpiece. And that's what I expect from my A-match. I want to be glued to that TV. I want to be entertained and I want to care about the story. And Doro Hedoro did that from episode 1 to episode like 10 or 12, wherever it finishes. S-rank matches are those ones that only come out every now and then. S-rank matches are like the original showing up of 98 Kane. S-rank matches will stay with you for years. You will talk about how great they were. The story is great. The wrestling is great. Everything comes together in a little perfect moment that will sit with you forever. And the only anime I can think about on Netflix that's that is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is just consistent story, beautiful animation, great combat animated phenomenally and i don't feel bad comparing anime to uh wrestling because over the top story and sexy fighting and that's what fma gives you it's got conspiracy theories it is an s rank series and anybody who disagrees with me is wrong and that's my tier list for today hey <laughs> Dora Hedera is the best anime of this year so far it's, oh, it's, it's far. fucking wicked yeah uh just to continue weeby it's a Sort of semi-apocalyptic wizard fantasy murder hyper-violence. It's a world that's comedy. ended because magic. Basically, wizards have started fucking with the world, and it's fantastic. It's just wicked. Uh, a hyper a hyper-violent comedy tale of friendship. There we yep. are. So wrestling. That's Welcome to our anime great. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So, yes, moving on, uh, news. Do we have any news this week? Um, I was looking into the situation on Adam Cole's contract because rumours have us have it that it was running out this month, next month. Some months. Uh, some months, and he hasn't re-signed. Some people are still saying that story, but Meltzer, who is like some kind of 
dirt rash, uh, dirt sheets king, from what I understand, uh, said that he actually signed a more than one year contract last year. But you know, I can't get complete clarification anywhere. So Adam Cole is either going to disappoint us all and is not getting a pay rise because last year he signed like a three year contract or hasn't signed and anything could happen. That's the situation on Adam Cole. He um, lost his belt this week, so... Oh, okay. Um, a sign. He did lose thing, it to Keith Lee, though, didn't he? It was, yeah, yeah. it was good. It was solid. Like, I'm as happy an, with that storytelling. It, it's, it's the right person for him to lose 100%. it 100%. As a non WB man, I just want to say Keith Lee is a beautiful... Um, just, I love him, and I don't watch WWE. He is a graceful, beautiful man, and I wish to see him battle in combat more. <laughs> you should really start watching NXT if we had more time to watch wrestling. It would, don't have it's, the time. Second, it's the second show whenever I get any time to watch. Yeah, you know, apart from NJP, when you know, me and Strange get drunk and watch it. Um, the thing that the issue with them at the moment is they kind of don't want to go up to the main roster, but they're being called up to the main roster. <laughs> Where your career ends. <laughs> but he's got Shawn Michaels and Trip H. But the rest to be fed the, to Bork. Yeah, but the rest of the Undisputed Eras kind of don't want to go up because, you know, they'll just be ruined. Fed to Bork. Yeah. Ricocheted. Ricocheted. <laughs> Do you push. have any news, Morg? Um, so there is something I'm gonna, actually going to cover it later in questions because we have a question oh. related to both the news pieces we had. So I will I will cover it in the questions section. Oh. But um, yeah, we we will oh. hold that back because we've been asked oh. a question about it. So, so moving over to you, Mr. Strange, for I believe it is time to tell us if there's been any social media of the week. Uh, social media has actually been great this week after our many, many, many months of just fucking shit being on fire and terrible things coming out of the industry that needed to come out. Uh, just go on social media and look up the stuff after Fighter Fest and look up the Dark Order. They're having a phenomenal time. They're on fire at the moment. They are fantastic. Evil Uno has suggested that um, every, there's so many cars in AEW, they need a, racky, a wacky races game. Stu Grayson has been tweeting about how Sue Trent's mom is the best part of Dark Order. She is. Uh, John Silver tweeted just a picture of the Butcher with, this is my dad written on it. <laughs> uh, Butcher put up a picture of uh, him and Phoenix with, uh, when your son is uh, gets like too battered at the beach and doesn't want to go home, and it's just him holding a battered phoenix. Nothing is on fire. Beautiful. Everybody is just having a wonderful time. Just search for the uh, Fighter Fest hashtag. Look up any of the heels in the eight-man tag. Look up the Dark Order. Everybody's just having a really nice, friendly community. Don't read the comments because fans are awful, but the actual discussions amongst the wrestlers are really nice, really inspiring, really, and really fun. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, it's been after months, well, yeah, fucking months of trying to look through going, oh, maybe, maybe this is the week someone does something funny or nice. Um, just everybody kind of is, and they're all having like, like a little heel share of fun things uh trent did uh say he was gonna like fucking kill the dark order because they've kidnapped his mom and what was it bad. it was it everybody needs a mom thank you for yours trent Stu grace <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Yeah, the, social media is good. Go on. The other bit of social media, the EC3 bit. Oh, the EC3 promo. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Why is that not as, in my notes? This as is my much job. as I loved the tweet, we've got to EC3, talk about this EC3 promo. It was uh, fantastic. EC3 or Ethan Carter the Third, or currently a central character on Twitter, Great. did a central character three, did a promo that uh, I showed a selection of people. I was like, you guys need to watch this because mm. I think this is really good. And I showed it to Ruth who loves word play and puns and shit. It is EC3 doing a promo about, you know, his general stand up, be yourself, you're a winner kind of thing. Uh, but he gets like pretty much every AEW like ca character name and tag team name into his promos like naturally. Uh, it's so smooth. So smooth. And you can see he's not looking at paper because this man learns his fucking shit. And he clicks his finger and a big AEW sign comes. God, I hope this is a work. I, I hope they've they've actually signed him or they're going to and this is being built up to. I mean... He, if, if, if he's just doing it to earn QDOS points and they don't hire him, I'm going to be really upset. I mean, he'd be a fantastic character to bring in. I love EC3. He's really good. So I'd be very happy with it. And if he can keep this work on the mic... Just having him and MJF and, you know, the other toys of quality like Jericho in. Uh, I saw, I think, I think, early, I think he calls MJF out at the end of that promo, you know. I think if EC3 is coming in, he's coming in as that monster baby face we've been waiting for. Because the guy is stacked. Oh, I'd love And the guy can talk. He's really good yeah, he, at he, playing he, a rich. So in NXT, he pretty much played MJF. a but a baby face so yeah. a rich boy baby face yeah. very difficult character to play and got it and it worked for me yeah um, i believe that ec3 could pull off that character yeah you know, that wordplay he's you know and yeah um so i think i said this a previous time i saw a pwg match with him and a like young mjf Yes, and EC3 got like a big announcement uh, to, and MJF was announced, and uh, EC3 was like, "No, that's not good enough." Got the mic and did a proper announcement for MJF just to fucking pop him I and know. put him yeah. over. You know, it's awesome. I like him. Oh, ain't it? Wow. He seems to really love wrestling, and there's yeah. not. I don't think there's enough wrestlers who really fucking love wrestling. I, I don't understand how WWE just failed with him twice. Just I say that for the last thirty years of characters, Morg. You know, yes. let's be honest here. But there's above and beyond anyone else, just so there's yeah. a famous story about Daniel Bryan and Dave Batista. Yeah. Where they were talking about how Daniel Bryan was so incredibly over, and Dave Batista was going to win the Royal Rumble, and there were people were trying to explain this to Vince, and apparently, allegedly, Vince said, "Yes, talking about Dave, but just look at him," and that's all. <laughs> C was the big monster muscular guy, you know, just look at him compared Can't to Daniel Bray. EC3 is not a small guy. He, no, he's he, not. Is, he is a Vince McMahon wank bank fantasy in yeah. build. With all of the promo game in the world. Yeah. He's like Shawn Michaels on steroids. <laughs> Clay. It's... I don't think he could pull off the pretty boy as well as Shawn Michaels could back in the day, but no. uh... Yeah, but, you know, standards were a lot lower back then. You know, he could get away with it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right, so instead of promo, is amazing. 
watch it go and search it uh ec3 it's on youtube uh probably easy to search for ethan carter slash ec3 slash essential character three on twitter because it's literally at the top of his page but bow it's got timed light work and everything right let's so, move on yeah moving on <laughs> it's review time and as always we start off with bte or being the elite what did you think of this week's being the elite guys our dark order now the best thing on being the elite Oh, the Beaver Boy! I had a great time. I, I love... just fantastic. They need to, as much as I like them in the Dark Order, I kind of want them to break away because I think they deserve more. But I don't they're think they get... survive in the tag league at the moment. I think they're going to get overlooked by the Dark Order in favour of the stronger members at some yeah. point, and that will cause some form of kick out. But they're having a fucking great time. John Silver trying not to corpse in all of his scenes makes so... me laugh. Um, the fucking tag quiz with Bravalon was amazing. Was I, I get, I the crowd. There is no crowd. There's only Austin Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined me. I grabbed the tag rope. There is no tag rope. It was wicked. I love that. The cleaner scene with fucking. Yeah, Kenny. Were trying, he's gonna kill you, mate. When he was just the cleaner in the thing, he's got a broom. Run. I saw him with a shank earlier. <laughs> Um, Hangman's um, drunk point with uh, Kenny and that when he was leaving was my point. He could have just chilled, but yeah. then like his breakthrough afterwards when he was talking to the books and he was like, "I, I love you guys, but I don't like you guys, and I don't think you like me." And that line of "This is like the signing in the back of a yearbook." That should have been on. Um, that should on be the on actual show. Yeah, showed dynamic between them and explained what's going on. And Hangman can actually really act. Yeah, like he's, got, he's really good. Um, so yeah, I had a great time. It was really, fu really funny. A fucking That's you can't fun. join cults, mom. Stay away from Sue, you spooky perverts. Yeah, I laughed all the way through, but that last bit was like serious and dramatic and should have been on the show. It shows their dynamic, but I'd say watch it. It was great. So, yeah, it was the best being the elite we've had in ages. What do you think, Mark? Um, I thought it was really good. Um, I think that uh, what we were saying last week about the storyline with Kenny pouring the beer away, and um, I think they tied that up quite nicely uh, with Kenny going, I was just being a dick at the time. Should have been on the show. You've got but to show these I, I agree. That should have been on the show. That does come under our rule for being the elite. Anything that turns on being the elite that should be on the show, we will call out. And oh. yeah, that whole scene could have done with being on the show. I mean, I'd also quite like to see... I would accept some of the comedy moments from the Dark Order on the show just to see how they try to recruit people. And because everybody knows the best friends thing is being meta, I, I think you could tone down a couple of those and have a few moments and it would work on the show. I think they would work better on Dark myself. I think they'd be quite cool on Dark, build up like yeah, no. the card of Dark characters that are a bit more quirky, a bit more not mainstream and just a bit more fun. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Bring back. Well, that's what we originally had. All the meta, quirky bullshit really sort of oh, won yeah. us well, over. Was our favorite show for ages. From fucking uh, Smarks. Yeah, so, good. <laughs> so that is what we call the segue. And now we move on to our review of Dark. And what did you think of Dark? Uh, we don't individually rank Dark. We give it an overall rank. Uh, but yeah, guys will run through it. What did you think of Dark this week? Quick spear, uh, quick run through Pillman versus Spears. Quite exciting to see Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, he had a he had a very quick recovery from the curb stomp to the stairs, but that's probably my only criticism. It was actually well, a really solid match. Ball. 
Gosh. Pentagon's health bar. Uh, yeah. I gave it, yeah, just solid match, worth a watch. That was good. Big Swole versus Rach Channel. I, I hated her gimmick. I couldn't get into it. I hated her gimmick so much. I, I, I can't tell you if this match was good because I just hate it. Whatever, mate. It was a squash. Was You're wild. our women's expert, Morg. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. All right. Big Swole looks good in it. I. Just, the um, Ali it, and Brandy promo, I really enjoyed this. I liked to... that. I've got Don't to say, be a baddie. I love Dustin just coming in and go, every woman in, you know, wrestling, because he's been around for so yeah. long. Every, you know, manager or woman's betrayed me. Just don't betray him. Come on. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, just being smarky and all, but, you know. It was solid, good. And it's building up their little arc. I, yeah. do, I do, need, do need them to go back to my new favourite giant stable that's forming, though. Yeah, true. She should go home. But I like the Nightmare Sisters, and I think they're building it well. What do you think, yeah. Mark? Yeah, again, um, yeah, I really liked that promo. I, that was that promo was one of the highlights for me. Um, I liked the meta mm. and Dustin coming in and sort of going, because you're just going to do this, which is what always happens. Always happens. Just try and be different. Uh, and it, don't do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. If this is your first time listening, uh, Morg is our women's match expert, just so you know. That's why we tag back to him for the whammins. <laughs> Help us, Morg. You know better than us. We just like Joshis. Just like Joshis. Uh, Kaz and Luther. Uh, now, I. It was not good, but I love Luther's screaming. I, I, can't, I he has to be a comedy character. He has to be. <laughs> not, though, but I love him as a comedy character, so I believe he is. So we're making I, it I, true. I think it's a bit of both. I think he's a hardcore wrestler. He's got that background that they've played on. I also think he's getting on a bit and doesn't want to do that anymore. And that mad squeaky voice, which the commentators have started comment commenting on. That was a mouthful. Um, makes me think that, yes, it's. It, I don't think it's... It's not outright comedy like um, you could say some of Orange Cassidy's stuff is. I think it's As a it's bit more subtle. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's, but it's there to to make you laugh and have fun. It's there to entertain you. Either way, not the best match. We've seen Luther do better in matches. Uh, he couldn't do all of Kaz's shit. That that one was skippable, I'd say, sadly. Because I've been kind of forgiving of Luther because he's actually done pretty well in other ones. He fucking blew himself up as well. <laughs> he did blow up faster than the Ultimate Warrior. But hey, what can you do? Uh, Eight-man tag. Uh, once again, I have to comment that Tony Donato's intro music is good, though. It's it's a proper jam. Offended me. A move uh, was used in this match that offended me to see. Lucha Bros music is not good. Um, How dare they use the Paradise Lock? They used the fucking Paradox, but, and they didn't leave it for too long, so it didn't look too silly. I love no, the Paradise Lock. I love and I'm the Paradise Lock. Sonata's one of my favourite wrestlers in NJP, just to let people know, and I love the, the Paradise That's Lock. one of his moves if you don't watch NJP. Yeah. It, it ties you into a ball and you can't escape. <laughs> um, kicks you. This was a squash, but this was a fantastic display of how good the uh, Lucha Bros and uh, Butcher and the Blade are together with their combo moves. They're like four-man combo moves and stuff that didn't feel like they took forever to set up. And the Butcher yeah. doing Zero Mera was beautiful. Yes, mate. <laughs> He's the ultimate that. dad. He, he is, is the ultimate dad. Oh, so, yeah, it's... Replaced Chris Daniels. Oh, no, no, no. Chris, I think Christopher Daniels is like the ultimate dad of the dad team, but... Butcher but, reminds me a lot more of the dads that would be on the estate I grew up on. You know what I mean? Head dad, isn't yeah, it? yeah, pub dad. Yeah, pub dad. <laughs> we'll have to let him into dad crew. 
um, I, w- I wanted to say this is actually one of those rare cases where I actually put a um, a bit of comment on Dark because I wanted to comment about how good the storytelling was in this match. Uh, Butcher Blade and the yeah. Brothers working together as a team so well and getting on. And they came across as a team, which, of course, helps to set up the I, what's going on. I've got to think that this has only been in play for like two weeks. You might get Death Pentagon. They might join a big stable. Then Ali can come back and we'll have Death Hexagon. It's amazing. I'm very excited. Because, you know, this was not booked. This is a new, like, Lucha Bros were only added like two weeks ago. So you've got to think that's some fantastic teamwork and ability to yeah. work with people. Butcher and Blade are growing on me from this whole feud. Yes. Mate, aren't they? Haven't they really sort of got themselves over, especially with like their white uh, fucking T-shirts and braces look as well? It, I don't know. It just adds to them. Moving Rolling. on to something I didn't enjoy. Next. I, I don't like squashes, and I know they wanted to show off the Superman punch, and I know Cassidy needs some squashes to get his numbers up and make him look like a badass, but could they have chosen somebody who looked less like the Incredible Hulk to job out? Is Will um, Hobbs your Jeff Cobb at home? Fuck, mate. He he was square. So he, he was flat on the. I've never seen somebody so henched that they're yeah. flat like a brick wall. Why would you waste this man? He could have been like, you know, if he's not that good, just protect him. He'd be a horrendous monster heel to bring out. He could be your Matanza. It's just, just too hench. Uh, so, yeah, that one didn't impress me. No. Do, do you have anything to say on that one, Morg? Um. I think it was good the way they did it in that Cassidy got the Superman punch out of nowhere. And as I said last week, Cassidy's probably got the best Superman punch at the minute. I mean, Roman Reigns is, is good, but oh, Cassidy looks you, but... really, really good. But It's the speed. Go on, it, Will. But then it's like, it just feels it the so Hulk. wasted. Hmm? <laughs> Yeah, he did it to the Hulk, sadly. You could have brought out the guy from Vice and Money or whatever his name is, that tiny little weedy lad, and just had him fucking annihilate him, you know? could have brought out anybody who wasn't shaped like he'd been sculpted in the same machine that the Terminator was built in. <laughs> the guy that went around twice in the Captain America machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? All right, let's roll on to uh, uh, Dean versus Nakazawa. Michael Nakazawa is the Yano we have at home. Uh, yeah, this match, yeah. I don't think I'd have liked this match as much as I did if it wasn't for Taz's laughing and commentary. Taz corpsing made this match. When Michael Nakazawa fell over, obviously unintend- uh, you know, unintentionally, and Taz just went, he's the fucking man. I just <laughs> pissed myself. <laughs> it was an all right comedy match, but Taz, Taz took it from all right he to... elevated it. Yeah, to me, fucking laughing at him laughing. What do yeah. you think, Morg? We're more comedy world than you due to awful indie, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was music. I loved the look on the, the girls they've got. Oh, yeah. They, I, I wasn't going to mention the babes, like the 1980s babes they just randomly have for this show, just looking out like, what the it's, fuck is this? It's, it's a fighter fest thing. It was a thing they had. But, yeah, they, they, it was there were some lovely facial expressions from them when... Uh, Nakazawa did his um yeah his 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 pants move pants move yeah the only yeah, thing look. I was a bit gutted about was I thought this was going to be the captain's first win. I was hoping so too oh, I thought that I was hoping the captain would rise I to mean the he didn't lose clean so yeah. uh well yeah. he still lost to Michael Nakazawa mate 
I'm not going back yeah. power doesn't have Yano's power of you have 50-50 chance of beating this man. No matter how powerful you are. Yeah. Uh, right, we'll roll through to Sky versus Serpentico. Sky has his own theme tune. I thought it was really cool. Uh, Ruth didn't like it. Uh, Serpentico is buffed up and really improved. He's got like a fucking Dragon Ball Z Zenkai boost from all of his defeats. It was actually a good match. Like, I don't want to overhype. I really him. enjoyed this after mocking him a bit, you know, yeah. lightly. Just going, oh, he's a bit shit, ain't he? He really performed with Sky. Yeah, mate. I don't know if Sky he's... was just really good at putting him over, but he looked great. And I really enjoyed this. It was a solid match. I think he was allowed, because he was in the main event, I think he was allowed to do to, to get his shit in, as they yeah, say. Yeah, fair. No, no, no. It was, and I love being proved wrong. I love yeah, being proved wrong. And this was it. <laughs> When we started watching AEW, we hated Brit, we hated Hangman, we laughed at the best friends gimmick. Um, so, yeah. And now they're our favourite wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, Bravo versus the Dark Order. The original Dark Order are so good at tagging. Can I just, just pause to say that the Dark Order have a keep? That's where they come from. It's said. <laughs> Uh, I actually tweeted uh, Brandon on this next comment, which is Brandon just needs to accept as a D&D nerd that Avalon is his team rogue. And sometimes you just need to look the other way when your rogue's doing sh uh, shitty things. <laughs> uh, we had a, a legit um, wobbly dance with Lever, which where I didn't go. I hated that. And yeah, just really solid. Grayson's life like a bomb is a thing of beauty. It is beautiful, isn't it? He is, he's just fucking with, once again, another great match, well worth a watch. Even though this week I knew every winner, because obviously, I mean, I did pause on the captain and Nakazawa, and I did pause yeah. slightly when the wall came out to fight OC, but the, every <laughs> match was good. I, this is a really good dark, it's well worth a watch. Like, a, I'd give it a B overall, like, especially if you don't know. Solid B, yeah. It was really Amazing. enjoyable. It gave a lot to some characters, like Serpentico. Gave a lot to him. And gave a lot to Ali and Brandy. And it had a promo in it, so it wasn't all solid wrestling. I know, it was madness. Yeah. It wasn't an hour and a half of watching some guy you don't know get squashed by somebody you do know. We had good matches. We had story. There was a, a couple of matches where I didn't know the winner. You know, yeah, watch yeah. this arc. It's good. Enjoyed it. And if, you know, watch it, you know. And hopefully, if it gets more views than the others, we'll get more of that. So, you know. Bing. So, on to the show. On. Then we move on to Dynamite, which was Fighter Fest Night 2. Uh, opens up with JR. <laughs> JR Shivani, Excalibur on commentary. First match we had Private Party with Matt Hardy versus Hangman and Omega for the tag team titles. Omega and Hangman win with the last call. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? Uh, if they'd have won this, I'd have probably lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was actually uh, a good match. Gwen uh, is the best. Go on. You did it. Uh, my favourite moment of this was uh, Hangman's card of 2020 slow motion apocalypse cowboy. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Uh, it had the two things I hate in a private pie match, which is the fucking string. silly string. I've not seen Silly String in a few matches. I know, so. I still I wrote, hate it. I wrote Silly String, no, on my notes, but, you know, we've not there had one in a while. There was three wobbly dancers as well. 
So, Worth three wobbly dances. Like, uh, it, it was very good for a match they obviously had to pull out the, on the fly, because that's how I'm seeing it. I'm not going to be too harsh on Private Party, because I feel they're going to be great one day. But, yeah, it, it was a solid C, like, bit of a B, maybe, depending on yours, for me. I get... I gave it a B. Like there were a few moments that bothered me. The silly string didn't bother me this time. The the w- double Spanish fly just looked off. They weren't quite close enough. It wasn't quite fast enough. Maybe I've been spoiled by uh, other wrestlers. Uh, Kenny was almost late to breaking up the pin at one point. Noticed that. I picked up on that. But on the other hand, Cassidy did a middle rope springboard to the outside thing, and that was cool as fuck. I gave it a B. I think it was solid. Yeah, storytelling on that. How Omega always has to save every match. He's always the one that comes in to break up when uh, uh, when Hangman's down. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. what do you think, Morg? I gave it a B as well. I really enjoyed this match. I thought it, it was really good. Then. I thought it was a good good showcase of Private Party. Um, wobbly dances don't bother me that much. I'm kind of I think I'm just immune to them. I don't mind if we don't see them too yeah. much for too much. But when there's a guy stood there whilst a man decides to run from one end of the ring back to do a, a tope suicida through again, I'm like, MJF's really good at taking them. He'll wait till the last minute to turn around and look confused. Little things I notice. Sorry. Yeah. Let's let's move on before I bitch about wobbly dances. So moving on, uh, Joey Janella versus Lance Archer. Lance Archer wins after a blackout through a table. What did you think of the match and what score did you give it? Uh, I screamed at the intro because every time Archer's theme tune comes on, I sing "Everybody Dies." It's now or never, and I hate myself for it. It's like it's like when I pointed out that Dustin's theme tune was "Brain Stew" by Green Day originally. Oh god, and... I hated you every time. Just looking at me with that smug face, ready to say it when he was coming out. <laughs> just and and now it's happened to me. At least Dustin has the uh, has the Postman Pat theme tune now. Yeah, I always pop for Archer, stomping people, coming out with Sonny. I think it was a solid brawl. Archer just looks like a beast. Joey did a counter from the blackout where he got thrown up and came down in a cutter, and it looked wicked. Then he he annihilated Joey. (laughs) My my other comment is, Joey dead. That was the... Was it a blackout through the table on the edge? Yeah, Yeah. it was. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good brawl. I think Archer still looked like a beast because Sonny obviously interfered and it didn't fucking stop him. I gave it a B again. I was really happy. I thought it was good. And it also did a bit of storytelling with that Jake the Snake like tried to interrupt to try and give Archer the upper hand, but he actually nearly cost him the match, which was a good way of making Joey and Sonny look stronger without having Archer be depreciated. And I think they both look really good after this. I enjoyed it. I think it was a solid C, but maybe a bit of a B. It, it just didn't do much for me, it, you know? It, but, it's more my sort of match over your sort yeah. of match, right? So, um, yeah, you know, yeah, we've got 100%. I'll go to a B for it, but it was... Oh, no, no, we'll let Morg decide. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sorry to say, I am sick to death of watching Lance Archer not sell. I'm really bored of him. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I think he's really dull. I don't think he's anywhere near as exciting. I am tired of watching the no-sell thing. I think it's uninteresting. I really didn't like this match. It was a D-. minus. I would have given it oh. an F if we gave Fs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm really sorry. Lance Archer right. has dropped no. off my list entirely now. Right. I think we're going to have to compromise then and go for Muir C because we're <laughs> in different ends here. Oh, 
Our first, that, no, that's not our first big controversy. We've had that before because I have no. a tendency to hate things as reasonable. Well, we'll have to see how he comes back because you had to build him back from again being up by Cody, but I don't know. See, I quite like uh, I like Archer's no selling because he always at least rolls with the punch when he gets hit. Very very rarely does he just eat it and stand there and look at them. And but then he just attention. turns around, stands there, and looks at them. There were right at the beginning, right at the beginning. He there was a couple of moves, so I was like, "Oh, brilliant! This isn't going to be." And then he just started, and that's what made it worse because he was doing his big no sell thing later in the match rather than earlier. Yeah, after, he'd actually, after he'd actually sold the moves right at the beginning when Jerry Janela had, had, had caught him by surprise. Maybe he needs to work on his acting of hyping up and going mental to make that he more just, realistic. I think it's the yeah. fighting spirit of Japan that's a bit there. Yeah, I think we're more it. used to NJPW. God, you'd hate Ishii. You'd hate <laughs> so much more. Never watch an Ishii match in your life. Yeah, but weirdly, I don't. It depends. It's, I'm just finding Lance Archer to be. He's not exciting me. Uh, is the problem? And he's, We're all allowed our opinions. Yeah, and I, and, I can and see Wardlow where you're has from. just Wardlow has just outclassed him now. Oh, as the big guy. That's the thing. Wardlow has outclassed Wardlow him as the big better. guy. It's very strange. Wardlow did come from nowhere to yeah, be like one of my favorite big men. It's ridiculous. Wardlow's selling is so goofy and realistic, though. It's just awesome. Yes, exactly. Let, let's not let's not gush about big dudes. Let's move on. To, <laughs> let, let's let's <laughs> move on to the Darby Allen video Guinness promo. <laughs> oh God, I'm so sick of these. If we get, if Morgan Stein be negative, I'm going to be negative here. <laughs> I'm sick of Darby Allen now. I'm sick yeah. of his. When his Guinness adverts were artistic and had yes. a point. 100%, mate. But now but, he's a student film artist that's just trying to do stuff, and it's just boring me. It's just like, fuck off, Also, mate. if you follow AEW Twitter, he did his, uh, like, 60-foot often drop into a big box of foam cubes on Twitter, like, two months ago. So I was like, yeah. oh, it's a thing he's done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not being... I don't think this, I don't think this made me care about Derby or miss that's him all. anymore. I think we could have had a couple of weeks without him and be excited to see him back. As, as, a Darby, as, as the resident Darby Allen fan. Yeah. The, the coffee drop into the foam was impressive until he landed in the foam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Watch me jump onto this mattress. Cool. I, I, know, I know that sounds terrible. And obviously it's, I don't wish him, him You don't wish him harm, but it doesn't, it's not that impressive, you know, like, no offence, we could do that, and I'm terrified of heights. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm not scared of heights. I, you know, I'm yeah. just wee. I, I, I'm scared seen... of heights, but that looks like it would be quite good fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After seeing him doing these, like, death-defying things that he has done and are really fantastic to see that, it's just like, yeah, mate, what? I'd, I'd have rather have seen another moment skateboarding. Could have been... I'd have rather have seen another skateboarding video. <laughs> I was going to say, this could have been two and a half minutes of Darby Allen skateboarding to Gold Superman by Goldfinger, whilst Tony Hawk's nods approvingly <laughs> in the distance. And I'd have fucking taken that. That would have made my... If little score points had popped up, like from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 as well. That would have wow. been perfect for us. <laughs> I'd fucking piss my pants if he did that promo. So, yes, following on from that... So from one disappointing section into another. So, yeah, here we go. Um... Taz and Cage well, I don't want to have to defend this. <laughs> in ring. Pro um, I think I might be semi defending it as well. Okay. Well, carry on. Get yeah, introduced. Because I get so uh, Taz and Cage in ring promo. 
What did you think of the promo? Did you give it a score? I think uh, you have to give it two scores. The score, if Tony Khan had not gone, this is going to break wrestling history or whatever bollocks he said about it. And the score after that, because it's a D after that. But beforehand, I think it was quite good. I think it was solid. Right, but, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be super critical, man. Yeah, carry um, on. You go first. So, Firstly, when Taz walks out holding the, the black rag, Ruth was like, I hope that's the gauntlet from this. We all hold him the gauntlet. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wow, it's a belt. It's a for the win belt that's bright orange. Woo! And then yeah. Taz's voice broke a bit during his promo, and that didn't help. <laughs> um, If... Now, I had to look up the history of this belt afterwards. I went on fucking Squared Circle, and I hit the... Uh, various dirt sheets to go, what is the relevance of this belt? And so in the past in EC Dub, Taz made a belt that had the name, same name as this belt, but wasn't this belt. The but it was the fuck the world belt. Um, and it's because he was challenging the champion. The champion wouldn't fight him. And he was like, fuck you. I'll have my own belt to challenge you with then. Had they have explained this, during the reveal of the belt, as opposed to going, yeah, now you've got a belt. It's that little yeah. meme of Obama giving himself a medal. It's like, yeah, my, yes. my, my man's a champion too. Look, he's got the for the win belt. Yeah. You know what this stunk of? It's the butcher, the blade. Hey, yeah. The butcher and the blade. Um, without the, with the hype, I'd give it a morgue grade F because I've never been so underwhelmed by yes. the revealing of a belt that looks like a Reese's Pieces packet. <laughs> Uh, but with it, with the uh, without that hype, if Taz had just walked out, broke his voice shouting, and given his man a belt, I'd probably still have given it a D. Had they have given context and explained it, like Twitter and the Squared Circle and shit seem really excited about this belt. They're like, "Yeah, the fucking nineties, man, EC yeah. Dub." I didn't watch that. I was young. I didn't have Sky TV. I was poor. Yeah. It means nothing to me, Vienna. So, yeah, if they'd have built it better, maybe. For what they did, not impressed. Go on, old school fans. Tell me why I'm wrong. You're not wrong, though. That's the problem. Because they hyped it up too much. And if they'd given it away better, it's no Gauntlet of the Gods. If he'd come out with the Gauntlet of the Gods, it would have been something completely different here. Mate. But, yeah, it's just... Or... Like... Or so I popped because... You knew what because I knew what it was as well, but it didn't pop me because EC I because I was watching ECW just as it folded, and yeah. I've always been had I have a big nostalgia for ECW. ECW is not the target audience, no. It is, but it isn't. It is. If you had the same fans, it's the same school of fans, but they're not the same fans. Does that make sense? No, I get you. It, it's exactly this. We are basically the ECW fans, the, the, the style of smart fans who like work rate. Because there was there was a lot of crap in ECW. There was a lot of really good wrestling. It wasn't just a hardcore loon fest. There was a lot of really good wrestling. And it was those hardcore smart fans who, who wanted to know things, wanted to know the background. And it's the same kind of fans that watch AEW or are fans of AW and fans of NXT, to be fair, who yes. went on to become fans of the indies, became fans of NJPW. Um, but, Morg, don't you think that this belt should have been on someone else? You know, it's the fuck the world belt. I don't think 
Cage is very fuck the world. Like, if Moxley didn't have a belt... I, I think it should have been on John Moxley, yes. Yeah, if Moxley hadn't had a belt, if Darby Allen didn't have a belt, which is obviously where it's going, you know, after this, it's going on Darby Allen as soon as, you know, this feud's uh, over. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I didn't think Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Let's Mox take it off him when he beats him. I mean, that'd be lame. <laughs> lame. But yeah, um, I also, I don't think you should see. I also didn't get the hype beforehand, so I just watched the promo as it was. Was oh, Taz okay. has an yeah, Taz has an announcement and he brought out the FTW belt, and I popped a bit and then had yeah. to explain to the Raptor, Oh, yeah, that's that was his old ECW belt. We watched me and her watch the rise and fall of ECW ages oh, ago. Nice. Because yeah. I uh, recommended it to her, and she's completely fair. But you didn't have Tony, Tony Khan saying that it was going to change the wrestling industry or whatever he said. Which you know, it's this is cool belt, but yep, well, it's an orange belt. It needs some stickers on it. So moving on from that, we had a big swell segment <laughs> where she got served. Um. All right. Which- which is good, but it would have been nice if they'd said why she was suspended. She did look buff as fuck. Fair play to her. It was all right. Yeah. Transitional. Yeah, it was very transitional. It was yeah. very. The modern day. It was very cutaway attitude era, wasn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then we moved on to Kyla <laughs> Rose versus Kaylin King and. Kenzie Page, I think I've got the names right there, and Nyla wins with a powerbomb. What rank did you give it? And I'm expecting it to be the same rank I gave it. I think I've got my notes in the wrong order. I've I got do. a different between yeah, this I've got one. Man tag next, but yeah, we'll go with the match. Oh, no, I have. Yes, yes, I have. Doesn't I have. matter. Let's carry on with okay. the power on it. <laughs> we could do the Nyla section. It was boring. It got nobody over, and she shouted about a manager. D. I'm right. so excited <laughs> for another manager, boys. We're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> So, Tooney rising talent just ruined them. Will Nyla look strong doing it? No, no. right, cool. Uh, it's all right. You'll, you'll the be... eight man tag. Um, go on, you'll gee, be pleased sorry, when man. Nyla's manager comes out and it's Kyrie Sane. Oh, okay. You could have won me back there, boys. All right, <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry, oh, yes. Kong. I have overgone. It, it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be awesome. Kong, uh, yeah. so Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks and FTR. The Lucha Brothers win with the LB driver. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? I can't believe you missed this. Uh, I, I obviously love this match. Oh, it was um, fantastic. It did begin with Penta eating a lot of shit, but that's okay because we know if Penta spends ten seconds out of the ring, he gets all of his health back or one successful, uh, one successful taunt. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The first half felt a bit one-sided, and I was like, especially as I've seen the heels working together as a team. Yes. Then it just came back. I quite enjoyed when Penta forgot he was legal and rolled out the rings. Uh, I've got wrestling the poor lad. Yeah, I've just got a selection of just highlight Moby uh, moments. Oh, and a few flaws. Can I just uh, say that I think my favourite part is just them coming to the ring in that van. They just look so good. They look like a comedy villain team. They look like they missed out the Venture Brothers, you know? Missing the high five as they walk down to the ring. Yes, mate. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Phoenix did a stalling slap thing with a bunch of Mexican insults, and well, Spanish insults in the middle, and that was cool. My only uh, things I'm going to pick on, 
Lucha Brothers walked straight into Matt's crossbody, and that and the wobbly dances began with Matt. And Matt is my fa- uh, my preferred member of the books. That made me sad, but Strong yeah, box. yeah, great fast pacing, the ludicrous jumping Canadian destroyer. I don't know whether I liked it or hated it, but it was a moment of great time. The you know everybody worked together. The books telling FTR to tag each other. The accidental kick to cost the ending. The LB driver being their finisher and not a fucking assisted pile driver. Oh. I didn't expect the heels to win. Yeah, I gave it an A. I loved it. I thought it was wicked. Yeah, I also gave it an A. I was really happy that, you know, some baddies won. I know it's strange to say that, but it was nice just to see, you know, the baddies win. Um, I also liked the FTR didn't go mental because of a little accident in the ring that always happens yeah. in wrestling. That was yeah, really instantly cool. become enemies. Yeah, we're we're enemies now. You know. Oh, and them doing their combo moves with each other's tag team partners was was great. When you know, they got just... all four of them in the ring through the quick tagging, and then yeah, that was that, that was really cool. Really as well. good. Yeah. What do you think, Morg? Seems um, you're the big fuck the rest fan. So. Um... Yeah, gave it an A. I thought it was brilliant. I've realised why I skipped this. It's because in my notes I had FTR written hurriedly and I thought I'd written FTW and just ah. assumed it was reminding ah. me of the Taz promo. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, yes, uh, it was an A. I loved pretty much everything you've just said. Um, there was just some great moves in this. God, um, I've missed Phoenix and Penta. Yes. And this was when the Butcher and the Blade won me over even more with this match. Uh, Dark and this match is, is the two that are really... This this whole story, for me, has worked on many levels. It's got FTR over. It's yep. setting up well, that FTR Young Bucks. Um, it's got Butcher and the Blade over. They, they haven't looked back down weak. to, like, jobbers. Yeah, they, they've moved line. back up. And yep. it's brought back the Lucha Brothers. Um, I really want to see it... They don't do a lot of doing it agains in um, AEW, and that's something I like. But I, I could do this. I, I, I quite like to see another round with these with a stipulation at a pay per view. Yeah, bring oh. the WWE book in there. I think I'd like to see a ladder match. Yes, mate. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not against it. T L C. Yeah, I think this was only a longer story, which obviously people, obviously this was meant to be uh, Kip and Havoc originally. Uh, I think a little bit longer story and a little bit more build, and this would have been an S. Like, the wrestling was great. I had a phenomenal time. They didn't really have the chance to, though, because, you know, they I don't know, you know. pulled this out their ass, and they pulled it out their ass very well. Yeah? So, it's cold. Yes. Yeah. Cold. We move on. So... Dark Old Order, Brody Lee, Stu Grayson and Colt Cabana versus SCU, Sky, Kazarian and Daniels. Um, Dark Order win by pinfall when Brody and Stu hand um, Colt the pin. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? Uh, so knowing Colt did this with that real hematoma, that was a real injury. Yeah, it's changed this a bit for me. Uh, Grayson, obviously great. Uh, I, he's just—he's probably one of the best wrestlers in that ring, and I love SCU. But damn, Grayson is good. It was a really Ross obvious. Loves, what was that? Jim Ross loves Scorpio Sky almost as much as he loves Jungle Boy. <laughs> yeah, he does. Why not? Scorpio Sky he's is a magical so being. He is fantastic. You know. Uh, uh, that, 
I want, I've got a couple of big criticisms. Uh, there was one moment where the Beaver Boys walked down to the ring for no reason other than to take a move, and that bugged me. Um, the Dark Order, like, the last time we saw Colt with the Dark Order and they gave him his win, they were like, yeah, you're the fucking man, yeah, woo! And he was like, yeah, and I, I was like, now I understand why the... Uh, by the dark or how the dark order win people over during this match grayson just continuously talked shit to colt he was like <laughs> what the fuck are you doing you piece of shit fuck you what the fuck was that then afterwards he was like yay friend you won I'd, if i was colt i'd be like this seems a bit disingenuous i don't think you really believe in me i figured out why brody looks a bit weird moving in the ring as well and it's just because his legs are so long he has to take like half steps if you watch him and it's all i can see now it's the only thing i can see my counterpoint uh, that yeah you don't think akada looks weird and he's got those long boys as well mate so you know i think it's something to do with brody more than just being that he's big I'm going to have to do a leg measurement off between the Broads and the Akada because Akada is tall for a Japanese man, but Brody is... And it, you know, yeah, without uh, seeming prejudice, they've got like six inches shorter height on us than yes. average. Yeah, no, um, maybe you're right there then. I think it's good. I thought it was a good match. I don't think it was a great match, but with the story aspects being tied in, I'm somewhere caught between a C and a B from the story to wrestling scale. So I'm going to have to pass it over to you boys. Put exactly the same C question mark B, but it was just it was just solid. It wasn't anything huge, like like you said, the storytelling was a bit off just because of how they were acting to how they were acting in the ring, and it was just like you can't talk shit about someone and then try and big them up. It ain't gonna work, mate. Well, it, then you won. You called me a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. I really liked all that. I thought that. Okay. Was, <laughs> I, I thought that got the Dark Order over as a bunch of heels, as well as yeah, as yeah. This, this this weird cult. Uh, I gave it a solid B. I really enjoyed it, but all mainly due to. So, in I, I have my note here is was something to discuss. Is Stu Grayson the most underrated wrestler in AEW? Oh, it's he's so good, isn't he? <laughs> he's he made that Hello. match the B for me. It, him yeah, and Evil Uno are him. absolutely fantastic. As a singles, but, Grayson mean, on his own. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grayson's better on his own. How underrated is he? He's amazing, some of the stuff he was doing. He's a proper warrior, like barbarian king-like man. He is He's just awesome. I think the problem is he's, stu he's stuck somewhere between, like, Pac and... Card's just too strong, mate. You can't put him up. Yeah. There's nobody to take down, you know? It's like, I wouldn't want to see Stu Grayson over Pac, you know? No offense yeah, no. to him. He's fantastic, but Pac's legitimately amazing. So, you know, it's a hard one. It's like so, the tag team division. It's like... Too much good talent. When yeah. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson turn and leave the Dark Order due to being treated like crap by Brody Lee, Stu Grayson to take out Lance Archer? I'd take that. I think that'd be a really good match. I think they'd be a nice, like, nice combo. Yeah, no, I'm down with that. That's a good call. Boom. So yeah, oh. B. We'll give it an overall B. Yeah, you, we'll go for B. You happy Round. with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Big Swall and Brit promo. D. Yeah, it was a bit. It, it We've was done the trash again. You've done the trash two, three times now. Do something else. It was really funny. I really enjoyed it. Now let's move on. Let's I, I did. Again. 
Brit selling the piece of paper that shot past her face as if Swall had actually punched I her in the nose. I think it was but... meant to be that Rebel had slapped her by trying to block yeah, her thing. I, I don't know. It just wasn't... That's what it looked like to me. I just... I, as much as you enjoyed it, I had Ruth next to me going, if she's that fragile, why is she a professional wrestler? And I don't know if she... I know she's meant to be overacting it, but I think they, they, they crossed my threshold for Poe's law this time. It went from sat... No, that's the wrong law. Doesn't matter. They crossed my satire threshold to uh, two slapstick for me. Um, it's fair. It's, it's the, you know, why did the tricking cross the road from Jericho? It's like they've done that joke multiple times now. Can you give us something else? You know, I, I love Britt Baker and her new character, but she can do better than this. They can do better than that. So, D, for me. No. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even rank it. I yeah, just yeah, no. ranked that one moment because that's how I saw it. So, moving on, we had our main event. We had Orange Cassidy in the main event. Orange Cassidy versus Jericho. Jericho wins with the Judas effect. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? Uh, I was pretty impressed Orange Cassidy had his own music. That seems like a lot of effort. That was man. that was rubbish. I didn't like it. I wanted uh, to go back to his rubbish music. Um, I need to ask a question, because in my notes, I've just got I Miss Pack written at the top of this. And was there <laughs> any I wrote that, or was it just me longing for my boy? Probably because the Pack um, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy match. match. Yeah, okay. Great. I was just wondering why I wrote that. Yeah, um... It had, it had the baby face issue that I always hate, where it's like the proud and the powerful are down there, but no, Orange Cassidy wants to do this on his own, so he won't have his mates out to help him. It's just like, but why? They're going to oh. interfere. Just, just have your mates stop them. You know? I, I don't yeah. like that. Literally got his own best friends. Yeah. Um I was dubious at the start because Orange Cassidy did his normal routine in the, first, routine, yeah. in the first five minutes. And we've seen that in most matches, but he did it like straight off and then he carried on. Yeah, uh, I quite like Orange Cassidy, master of roll-ups, as we saw him do like eight different types of roll-up and flippy pin in this match, excluding his special finisher one. And that's quite cool, if I'm honest. It's uh, very nice cool. Thing. I enjoyed that a lot. Started solid but slow. They weren't quite as smooth together as they could be. Uh, and then it just really picked up at the end. The soft kicks into the su uh, Superman kick. When and it hit kick. me, and it just started yeah. getting real good. After that super kick, yeah. Especially after Jericho said it again in his previous promos, if you do that shit to me, I'm going to break your face or whatever it is. Exactly. I almost hit my kick out limit at one point. And it was a really strong end. Yep. It was good throughout, but then it picked up for the last half and had a really good ending. So I gave it a B. I don't think it quite crossed into A territory. In fact, I don't think it was particularly close to A territory, but I think it was a good and entertaining match. I was down with it. And it was a tale of two halves for me. Like, the start was a bit slow, and I was a bit like, why is this happening? And then, yeah, it picked up and became great. And I gave it a B in the end, because I really enjoyed yeah. it. And I love it. Against most people, I love the Judas effect. I love that he can just hit it out of nowhere and just finish someone. Because I think it's a great way to end a match. Like, no, that move just kills you. I know it's just a back elbow, but no, that move just kills you. You have to accept that, you know. Yeah, my, my finisher when I'm a wrestler is going to be the knee to the face then, because that's just really realistic. If you need to drink it. <laughs> no, I'm going to hold them. I'm going to fucking Kamigoi them. Oh, <laughs> 
the only things that disappointed me, I think, where because uh, I know Orange Cassidy uses the orange mist on the indies, and I yes. really expected that from when they brought the orange when juice down. brought the orange juice down, yeah, obviously, but no. Uh, How good would it have been if, when they sprayed orange juice in his face, he just powered up and hulked up? He just hulked up, yes, that, that would have been amazing. That was what me and the Raptor were expecting. Uh, no. Yeah, so, B, it was solid. Good. I gave it a B. I believe I would have given it an A if the right person had won. I oh, Chris Jericho, Jericho does not need wins. It would not have hurt Jericho to no fair. Jericho now. He hasn't needed wins since he was last two runs in WWE. Jericho can eat losses. Yeah. Does not Lost. affect Jericho at all. Orange Cassidy would have been made by this, and the storyline was leading know. up to Cassidy should have won this. I think it's. I think it keeps him in that underdog sort of place, which I think is good for him. I don't uh, think. I think he's... he needs a bit more time to develop a character. So you know, the, like well, the only way sloth. without having an audience there, one of the only ways we can tell who's actually over and who is a draw is merch sales, and Cassidy's merch sales are up there. Oh yeah, he's ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. So you know, and an orange Cassidy towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I think Orange Cassidy should have won this I think this is the second time also in recent memory where Jericho has won a match he shouldn't have done is that the one? what's the other one? Pineapple Pete I oh, think yeah, he Pineapple. Pete, I think he should have I still think he should have um, I'd have accepted Pineapple, Pineapple Pete winning but I think Jericho should have lost uh, should have still won but after you know actually taking some shit basically personally yeah, I think yeah. I think he should have had a bit more, but I don't know. I think they want to keep Jericho a bit more protected. protected. I don't know. They... And it's not a clean win. He did use a baseball bat, orange juice. Yeah, uh... I, as I say, my 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 issue with it is is of all the people to protect. Yeah, he doesn't I, need as much, as much as I, I've as much as I've I've criticised Lance Archer earlier. Should not have been in that pro in that program with Cody for that belt. Should have just been yeah. in a program with Cody and beaten Cody as as much as Brody Lee should not have been put straight into oh, the no. main event with um, as as good as the match was with Mox. Brian Cage should not be going into a main event without an audience against Mox. Unless he wins, I'll take it. But I really won't. don't think he's going to. Oh, Jericho, no. on the other hand, is the one man. Doesn't matter. Doesn't hurt him if he loses because he's Chris freaking Jericho, and it's even better because to... he can cry baby about how the loss wasn't fair. I think they want to build the story for longer. Maybe I think it may not be over, which is you know I they may want them... to. Yeah, it was a it was a good match. I will give them the benefit of the doubt. We've got to see where it goes. They they've been doing Gado long term booking. We've got to accept yeah. their story can be told over more than one wrestling match. It's not WWE. We've got to try and give them the benefit of the doubt here, I think. Oh, I don't know. I think the problem with WWE is they try and tell the same story over three matches. <laughs> <laughs> so, that same match again. Overall, Fest Night 2. What's our overall I'm thinking it's a B. Uh, it's a B. Um, if I look at this yeah. mathematically, the A cancels the D and two of the C's cancels two of the B's, leaving us with one B, <laughs> which is what I do when we're talking through, if I'm completely honest. Yeah. So we say yeah, five, good. Five, 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 five night one was the better night. 
I don't know. I think this had this was really this solid. was a more consistent night. Yeah, I think if, if you take no out your had... Archer hate for the match, I think it was a stronger <laughs> match, a stronger night. Uh, I think it's overall stronger. I think Night One had a few like better high moments. Yeah. Essentially, you could take out uh, like a, a third of Firefest Night One and watch all of this, except for the Nyla match and you know the Lance match. If you if you're you, <laughs> um, yeah, like Night One better highlights. Night Two more consistent. There we are. We've got a. Is it Fight for the Fallen next week as well? Fight for the so, Fallen yeah, next we week, do. which is about right because if I remember correctly, Fight for the Fallen last time was straight was, after was yeah. pretty much straight after Fighter Fest. Yes, it was. So it, it is consistency. Putting on at the same time. They'll have to unveil another banner that they hastily put an NXT sticker over. That's my favourite thing about that banner. So it makes good. me piss. Uh, the uh, Great American Bash banner, I don't know if you've seen it, Morg. You can see the little edge of the WWE symbol coming out under the NXT sticker. <laughs> no, I hadn't seen this. So I'm going to have yes, to look mate. this up. It's beautiful. I mean, at least Triple H is honest in it, the fact it's counter-programming. I'll give yeah. him that. I am Gotta happy for them to counter-program, as long as they're honest about it. It's just the disgenuation of it normally, you know? Disgenuation? Or whatever. <laughs> Words. So I that's, know English. That's, that's our review. Me, me, me speak good, yes? Yes, yes, <laughs> me speak good. So that's our review. Now we move on to our questions of the week, and we have some questions. Uh, Going to do this. We've got two questions in one. Um, so Eleanor writes, uh, we'll do, we'll do the first part of what she writes second. Yep. And, and we'll do the second. Confuses. So, yeah. Um, so also like to hear your thoughts on the story that CM Punk was approached by AEW and asked for so much money. Even they said, no, do you think there's any truth in it? So this was the news segment I was going to talk about. Okay. Uh, I kept, so allegedly it's come through recently that. CM Punk's texts with mates, as he was saying, um, were actually him approaching. This is this is allegedly from what I've heard. Uh, him approaching AEW to go into talks, and he asked for so much money that even AEW said no. And I believe it's Conan who turned around and went, "And this is a company that are looking to spend." Um, so the question is, do, do we think there's any truth in it? Unfortunately, as a massive CM Punk mark, I think, yes, there is. What do you guys think? I, I also believe this. I am not a CM Punk mark. I did not see the summer of Punk. All no. I know of CM Punk is this man who complains about wrestling online, basically, and says he's the best. To me, CM Punk seems like a more arrogant, less fun Daniel Bryan. Because... Yeah, they're, they're both truth spitters, but one of them does it in like a self-aware snarky way, and one of them does it in a I'm the best in the world way. And I've uh, seen his moveset on Kenta before. Why do I need to watch it? <laughs> no, don't do it. Morg will defend it. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to use his original... I've had this argument. That's true. He wasn't allowed to use his original moveset, so he borrowed Kenta's. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm just being silly. Um, <laughs> because he does a better pedigree. Yeah, it is true. Um, but he does at worst go to sleep. He does yeah. at worst go to sleep. But um, I think the issue here is, it's like, I think that if CM Punk had played his cards right, Tony Khan is boat in the boat, Rich. You know, he could have yeah. taken a little less and then gone. But you're He's making a champion me, right yeah, now. You're making me your first champion, though. Nah, he'd be second still. He'd be where Moxley is. He'd need somebody to be Mox. 
that okay. he, he he's the you know, he's still even though he is an incredibly rich man who has had success all the outsider yeah he still thinks of himself as the outsider underdog and yep. he still wants to like you know beat old wrestling and jericho in his current character is a good representation of old wrestling like yep that satirized and he'd he'd be where mox is basically I don't know whether I just I, I'm going to have to pull a bit of defense in here because the the summer of punk promo wasn't all about beating old wrestling. It was actually about respecting and remembering old wrestling. Oh, I, I'm not doing that like a put down. Way. Oh, yeah, I'm doing yeah. The character, the but, character. Yeah. The person the, he way. is the rebel. He is the voice of the voiceless. And that yeah. means he's just a baby face in AEW. He'd have all he would have been was the guy. If he'd gone to AW, all, all he will be, or if he goes to AW, all he will be is the guy who runs down WWE. It'll be loads and loads of meta. It'll be, you know, you get your one. It'll yeah, just it'll be, be that. And as much as I love Punk, uh, I'd rather see the straight edge superstar and go back would... to what you were doing originally, the the heel, I'm better than you because I'm straight edge and because I've got loads of money. I would have liked to see Charisma 18 Moxley come in, you know? I still think, you know, he'd just be better Moxley in my yeah, mind. Yeah, and there's loads of straight edge people in AEW. He'd fit in really well. I think he's just too angry. I think he's just. He's I think he had a field of hate. Yeah. yeah, I think your analogy with Daniel Bryan's quite, uh, quite true. Uh, though that was yeah. a lot of that was his. Punk's well known for hating his fans as well, but not always surprisingly because he did used to get really horrible things happen like people coming over pulling his earphones out of it this is back when he was in ring of honor uh, before yeah. he was wwe pulling his ring his earphones out of him his ears and shoving a magazine under his nose to get him to sign it for their kid i mean i would want to punch a man if someone did that to me so yeah. you know Whereas Daniel Bryan's just like a casual shit talker, like when he dropped the fact AJ was a in the middle of yeah. an interview. You could see Daniel Bryan, he's like, I'm gonna spit the truth, but I'm gonna wait till an awkward moment and I will love it. Whereas, <laughs> whereas Punk is like, No, I will just tell you. Yeah. So um as for um it's so yeah, true. That, that's yeah, that's that's our thoughts on it. Uh, I hope that answers the question. As much as this has been said, I'd still love to see him in a ring again. Um, I think a building up of him again would be good for I'd it. I'd like to see him go to New Japan, to be honest. I think he'd be better Ooh. in New Japan. I'll I give you that. He would have and a lot more fun. I think, I think, speak you, Japanese. I think <laughs> you guys would enjoy him in New Japan. I think his if he went back to his no-nonsense stiff to be beaten by Yano, though, in his first match, or I won't accept it. <laughs> And so now on to the first part of the question. Yep. So with the speculation about Adam Cole's contract not being yep. renewed, I'd like to know how you'd book him into AEW if he did come over. You know what this is, guys? This is a booking. How are you booking Adam Cole into AEW? On the fly. Mr. Strange? Okay, I'm in. So as we know, uh, literally in canon, uh, Adam Cole is both Britt Baker's husband, fiance, partner. I don't know their exact legal status. I probably should have been careful with that one. But was also killed by Hangman Page in uh, in Dark. So I in figure BTE. in BTE. So obviously we know there's this conspiracy against um, against Britt Baker trying to take her down, trying to push her out. So I think. 
Obviously, Adam Cole's contract will expire. You don't bring him in straight away. You just uh, have Britt saying she's got somebody looking into this conspiracy and she's going to find the route. And she breaks it down. But obviously, some of these people in the conspiracy, the Nightmare family, there's Cody, there's Dustin, there's all of that lot. So to, to get to them, to get the answers, to really get revenge and break down this conspiracy from the top of the elite and the management, she's going to need a man who can fight them. Now, I don't know whether to keep him dead or not, but I kind of want, like, something's going on. Maybe they're telling Brit she's crazy. And then we get like, an almost Undertaker-like entrance. God damn it, you asshole. This is where <laughs> I was going to go. <laughs> Smoke rolls out. Yeah. yeah. And um, All oh, the no, druids and everything. You can have Brit go, uh, before we look into this, needs to have revenge revenge on somebody who's hurt him and maybe hangman's drunk about the ring as this mystery he looks over shocked and terrified i wasn't gonna go full druids as adam cole fuck i mean you can't really 98 cane him he's only a little lad um storms down to the ring for his vengeance on hangman uh he'll have to lose dirty because obviously they're heels and we don't want to tarnish our hangman just yet but then we get Brit and her partner back from the dead. We can we can hint at all manner of bullshit at how he's back. We don't need to state he's fully supernatural because AEW likes to give that hint of maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Maybe we see some things of her looking at different medicines and, I don't know, zombie stuff before he comes back. He takes out a hangman and then it's them breaking down this conspiracy and they can even add other people to their little team you know people who are like downtrodden people who looks like they've been stomped on hell give them some of the people who've been jobbing on dark as brit and adam cole basically decide to break down the system and find out what this conspiracy is they've been wronged why did they kill adam in the first place something and maybe adam went into hiding and faked his death i don't actually know how he died and that's what I'd do. I think you make them, you keep this sort of semi-comedy. This is basically where I was going to go with it. Heel. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> this comedy heel look into things. Because we know Adam Cole's got a good sense of humour. We yeah, know he, he does. Yeah. AEW doesn't seem to like bringing people in and pushing them to the top of the card straight away. And I think you can have them feuding with the elite for killing Adam feuding with various uh, women for the conspiracy, and you can add people to them who've, uh, who are getting been bad... Yeah, who've been wronged or robbed in yeah. matches. You can play on the meta of Dark, because Adam loves BTE and Dark and stuff, and I think that's your best thing. You bring him in as a upper carder who can fight people, but um, fight people, nobody needs to lose uh, clean, because he can do Healy shit, because he's good at Healy shit. And, you know, you've got this whole conspiracy take down the man from the inside, betrayed friend, uh, conspired against yeah. partner Malarkey. And that's where I'd go. What do you think? I, I need to hold my push to talk button down or I'd be clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love Undertaker I was... Adam Cole. Gone with it. It's the most obvious yeah. thing to do. It's you how I would have brought to... back someone else if he hadn't been... Uh indicted and horrible oh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so are, uh, are you going to pass mr muir as strange has stolen i'm gonna yours? pass but i'll add <laughs> i'll add bits and what i think as i can now. add to my under do you what yeah. suggestions would you add to i mean you added druids to the coming back of adam cole do you have anything i else think to... i don't know i think because of how crazy and over the top that Britt baker's be 
I think you could almost have her delving into dark arts, trying to think like it's science. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trying to bring her boyfriend back. Oh, well, God. Husband back. No, mate, mate, she's got, she is literally a you know, dental doctor. She, yeah. uh, you could just fucking uh, Herbert West it. Oh, yeah, Herbert West, reanimator. <laughs> reanimator Herbert West. Yes, bring him back as a Frankenstein monster. You just need to hint at it, though. You don't say anything's like true, true, like the... Uh, just find some embalming fluid on the side one time, you know? <laughs> just loads of little hints like that and loads yes. of occult drawings in the conspiracy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, Morg. Right. Turn. We've we've uh, we've talked. So, so I, I I need to expand on yours first because I'm going to okay. do mine in two parts. Okay. No, that's so fair. I'm going to do the BTE part, which is very similar to yours, and then the AEW how we actually do it. So we're going to do the BTE okay. part first. So the BTE part first is going to start with Matt Hardy walking in to Luther and having one of his oh Alistair Crowley, my old friend. Right. At which point, of course, we now have Spooky Luther being the master of the dark arts. Yeah. Remember how we raised people from the dead. And we will then have Matt and Luther raising someone from the dead because Hangman has just yes. walked out on the elite and they are missing someone. Okay, that's cool. I'm yep. glad we're all on the same page. <laughs> BTE. Adam Cole has got to be brought back from the dead on BTE. You never he need does. to refer to this on Dynamite. Um, <laughs> now, for what I would do in the other section is to actually bring him back in, is I would bring him in um, to replace Hangman as Hangman has left the Elite to, to fill that gap. The other person I'm going to move away from the Elite is Cody. It's inevitable. I'm down with it. As that well. makes sense. Um, because, but not necessarily to go off and be heel. Maybe go off with Hangman as the two guys who've been sort of like elbowed out of the Elite. Maybe they can do a thing together. But I'm going to bring Adam Cole in to the Elite uh, nice. as Hangman's replacement. Okay. Um, for whichever feud against whichever faction they are feuding against or as a running buddy or whatever variation of a theme is required. But what I am going to do through during this is we're going to have lots of bits where Adam Cole is almost doing what MJF did to Cody, but with Kenny. Oh, okay. So Kenny is the one, even though he's not, Kenny is the one who in my mind is the leader of the elite because he is Kenny. He is the cleaner. He, yeah, he is, yeah. You know, he is friends, best friends. He is the sixth. He is the sixth star general. You know, there he is. so and obviously you have a little bit of jealousy, and all the time Adam Cole is going to be doing the round the back hiding, which just basically leads up to having Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega match that we can build up over six to twelve months through little skits in BTE, similar yeah. to how they've done with Hangman, but differently, and similar to how they did with MJF, but slightly different. So you can get this. And either this could lead to Kenny turning full cleaner and turning, which we know the, a lot of fans want, or Adam Cole's a really good Watcher. heel, really good shit-eating, conniving little heel. Don't so, think we need the cleaner. I really don't. That's that's how I would book Adam Cole in. I would book him straight in as part of the elite, shoot him straight in there because you don't want to have to rebuild him up because he's top of the world in your real competition. Yeah. There's no yeah. point sending him down below. He no. needs to come back in as top of the world. In your, in your, in your, in your, 
think some challenging mocks, maybe even costing Kenny Something. a chance at the belt and taking that chance for himself. You have to book them strong. You have it's not I think the invasion Cole, angle. Yeah, Adam Cole is Adam Cole is world championship material. Mm-hmm. He's that good. I have never seen an Adam Cole match. He is good. They're okay. really good. Give me one to watch, and I will make sure that I take the time and effort. Um, also, you know, uh, but, 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 but versus uh, two out of three falls against um, Gargano is one. Oh, Gargano's good. Yeah, I, seen that um, match. I think two out of three, two out of three falls versus Gargano. Um, Gargano's one of the ones I'd throw straight out. Watch at our next NJPW nine. Yeah, nice. Cool, but if you're going to start watching you... um, Gagano matches, then you, you you have to watch the the Champa trilogy as well. Yeah, because they are amazing. Good matches. So yeah, that's how we would book Adam Cole. Hope that answered your questions. If you want to send us any questions, we are wrestleopinionated at gmail.com. That message came to us through Facebook, where a lot of our questions do please follow us WrestleOP on facebook and send us a message there we put a post up every week just before the production meeting chance for you to put your questions in or if you want to speak to mr strange personally uh we are WrestleOP one on twitter that's the end of questions i mr. will respond mr muir well for discussion oh I was just mulling over the cleaner myself if we want, actually wanted the cleaner or anything. <laughs> but my actual planned one was we're around halfway through the year now. And it's been a weird year for wrestling, to say the least. So I just wanted to go over what we thought were like, what was the best things that we've seen this year to do with AEW? And what we really enjoyed. And, you know, just basically discussing what we think has been the best moments and what we've thought of. I'm just thinking of the uh, the best friend skit from BTE a couple of weeks back, where they're all lay on the uh, the walkway, and Trent's just like, "2020 has been the best year of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on fire. We did it, Patrick. We saved the city." Uh, yeah, no. As much as things have been terrible, especially in the uh, last three months now, God, how long how long have we been in plague season for? Three, three months? months and a bit, mate. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, I, I haven't written down a, a list of specific moments because I wanted oh. to write up your guys' house. But, you know, this in this recent period, my, my three probably biggest points are the Women's League in AEW is up. We've got women's stories. We've got new women performing in dark. We've actually got matches we care about. Sure, this last uh, Fighter Fest isn't the best example of that, but, you know, at the end of last year, start of this year, we were doing nothing but bitching about how terrible the AEW Women's League was. And suddenly we care and the matches are exciting again. Dark is getting good again. Just uh, yeah, things are going good. I'm going to go hand over to you guys for specific examples so I can like pop them into my mind. My, my favourite moment, and it was on an episode of Dynamite, was the Kenny Omega versus Pac. Iron Man match. I think that was one of my favorite wrestling moments to do with this side of this side of the hemisphere, not in Japan. I freaking love that match. It was absolutely fantastic. Rewatching it, uh, Pat just smashing him in the face with a chair, taking the disqualification just a week in him and stuff like that was just fantastic storytelling, and I loved it. 
I've really been enjoying the rise of MJF and his story. I think yeah. he he's really come together lately and he's just been doing loads of cool stuff. He's just a joy to watch in the ring. And obviously the best friends for me. Um, friends I have still been think, wonderful. I still think Chucky needs a bit more time in the ring to show off the stuff he can do. I just don't think he's possibly like perfect with a lot of the boys. He's very good against Omega. Trent is obviously just always wrestling 100% Japan. Uh, adding Orange Cassidy has added joy. At the start of the year, we had the um, Orange Cat, the uh, best friend Statlander skits in uh, BT, and they were hilarious. I'm so I can't sad that she got injured, and now that yeah, she, you, know. you know, I think she would have been involved in that storyline with the best friends if she hadn't been injured. I'm going to throw out one from my lady who was incredibly excited when Abaddon came back. She thought I mean, she was, she was fantastic that entrance. Yeah, it's a different kind of female wrestler that we've not really seen. Like probably the most extreme one before was sort of Rosemary in Impact, and suddenly Abaddon's blowing her out the fucking water for terrifying horror shit. Probably because she doesn't actually want to look sexy. She doesn't at all. want to look pretty. She just wants to look like a monster, which is you know great for a character. You know, more your highlights go. Uh, so when we were discussing this yesterday, we were discussing our discussion. Uh, yeah. We were talking about how there's a lot of positive stuff going on at the minute. We've had. Um, some great stuff um on both sides well i've not just don't want to just mention aw i think oh. one of the biggest highlights this year has been our three s rank well although we've had more than three s rank matches we've actually had four but oh if you actually listen uh we've had i believe four that i can think of off the top of my head um but three of those s rank matches have been two from aw and two from wwe but specifically is three ah. of them have been the cinematic lunacy and this is the thing something i think has been brilliant um to be really positive about is the grave the boneyard match the firefly funhouse match and the stadium stampede were just absolute pieces of joy to watch, especially no, during this time we've been going through. They have been moments that you can just completely and utterly escape, whether it is just the hilarious buffiness of the Boneyard match. Oh, it was and, just a, and yeah. is now Taker's final match was with um, AJ Styles, which I think is awesome. Um, probably thought it was real, you know, he fixed <laughs> flat earth. The, yeah. the cathartic um the smart firefly funhouse that, yeah, that that was that that catharsis possibly slightly cathartic for john cena as well to be fair i loved if... it and i still think they waste john cena i think uh, as much After as watching Southport, that... Uh, that is the only john cena i want to see he's a genuinely nice guy as well apparently yeah, he's He's a fantastic person and he's willing to take the piss out of himself. And that's that's part of the human character I love the most is someone that's willing to just go, yeah, I can take the piss out of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the stadium stampede, which was just wrestling Hilarious. turned up to 11. Yeah, it was just Mate. stupid and it was beautiful. And, and it was it. hilarious. I, and I think, yeah, that's, that's certainly three of the highlights of this year that I if can think we... of. Going not in WWE, I'd like to mention Wrestle Kingdom 14 and the Naito Akada match. Uh, oh, child. Uh, the fall. <laughs> the fall that 18 count out. He was so far from the ring. How could he make it back? <laughs> Mate. Um, 
I'm going to actually go a little bit controversial because I know he's in a bad. Well, is it? He made comments in the past, and he is currently receiving uh, receiving sensitivity training for them. But I honestly think he's a better person. Uh, Sammy, up until like obviously two weeks ago, yes. he got suspended, has been like AEW's wrestler of the year. He's eaten so much shit. He's been ran over. He's yeah. Unless it turns out he's actually still an asshole, which I hope not. And from all the good we deeds, all hope he's yes. Done, all the good deeds it seems he's done in the last few years for people who haven't ha- asked for help. He's like, yeah, messaged uh, dying families and people out of nowhere to just send them heartlifting matter. Um, Got to accept mm-hmm. that people can change and we hopefully that he can improve and he's grown as a person, you know? So if it turns out he's actually secretly a stealth asshole, I rescind this comment. But Obviously. yeah, he's been, he has been comedy. He has been fabulous at wrestling. He has been in everything. He's eaten some ludicrous bumps. Sammy has been yeah. like, the the rising young looking lad. I don't know if he's how much younger than it or even if, is he? He's about the same age as Jungle Boy in it. Yes, a little bit is. younger than cool. Because he looks a lot younger. Maybe it's because he's skinnier and he's more fun. he's got that baby face, hasn't he? You know? Yeah. Uh also the Young Bucks versus Omega and Hangman match has to be mentioned. That was just gold in storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Anything Phoenix does. <laughs> just anything i'm sorry phoenix was my favorite wrestler until pack took that and i yeah. oh we discovered alan angels we did yeah. discover alan, alan angels and he's a bit wasted as number five at the moment but you He'll know at 10 who uh i well I he had to... arm surgery he's actually got his arm in a sling ah, a broken arm that actually makes sense then that's pretty yeah. that's that's clever booking yeah it's actually been really good. I'm like extra excited now we're having when, a positive. When you look back at it, but like the last 10 minutes, you're just going, yeah, this has been really good in wrestling. It does make you feel good about wrestling instead of just going, oh, God, you know. Um, Morg, fact, more happiness from you. Um, the fact that I, ha- <laughs> I, I haven't watched Great American Bash, um, Bash yet, much to my own um, annoyance because it, I know it's going to be fantastic. It's, it's an NXT pay-per-view. They always yeah. are. Um, but the fact that that and um, Dynamite went massively head to head, the counter booking, that's great. That's a real positive for wrestling in, if both sides are, are competing. And if WWE are now are competing, are tr- you know, are trying to, that only pushes each of them to be better. Um, yeah. and that's actually, I think, a positive um, thing to look for. Yeah. Um, competition is one of the things that breeds it. Um, the um just this year for pay-per-views has been stunning we've yeah, had really yeah, has. really good pay-per-views cross promotions uh, yeah. yeah um we didn't completely hate wrestlemania sorry my, my brain burnt out there as as I was thinking of the good things, and the other things from WrestleMania came to my head. No, no, no. no it was good. Well, positive. <laughs> it's the positive one. Yay! Just, I'm think very of, just think of a card as ancient to Wrestle Kingdom. I'll cheer oh, you off. God, and don't forget good. the, the it's most like a last... positive this this year is is the rise of Charlotte Flair. <laughs> ah! <laughs> God damn it, Morgan! <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> be a WrestleOP podcast if we didn't have one dig at Charlotte Flair. Oh. 
the Omni Flare. I've nope. stolen that. Oh shit, we can't steal that. That's uh, Wrestle Talk. They're really good. Uh, I would be positive about them as well. Uh, wrestling channels, other wrestling channels. Adam Blampier is back after his uh, self healing, yeah. after his hiatus of, of dealing with problems he had, and he's just great to listen to. Listen to him. Really good um, wrestling tabletop role playing I game that they do in odds. Really enjoying those. As much as I love D and shit myself, I hate I hate the idea of listening to other people play it. I just don't get it. But that's me. But I did watch Quizzlemania and it made me piss. Quizzlemania I mean, is good. Yeah. Uh, the you can't watch a couple of the episodes. the wrestling one's good because it's very silly. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um. What else? I'm, I'm very excited about seeing a CGI um, eye removed in a WWE wrestling match. I mean. Uh, I want I'm, I'm, to. I still think that I'm going to come over to yours, buy the best bottle of whiskey I can, and we're going to get pissed and watch that pay per view because it sounds a mess, and I can't wait for it. When is it? <laughs> the horror show. Uh, is it two weeks? I may be off. I'm not sure, but it's got a swamp match. It's got a CGI finish match where someone loses an eye. Are we allowed? Swamp uh, matches. Are we allowed people visiting each other again yet? <laughs> I believe currently we're only allowed two households crossing over, um, which sadly I have already reached the limit of. Um, and uh, we'll have to we'll have to watch day by day. Who knows where we are on the yeah. Nando scale of Corona at the moment? And <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we may have to uh, we may have to Discord watch that. I mean, yeah. it, it just sounds like such a mess that it can only be good. He's yeah. doing the swap match. It'll be great, even with Brog Strongman. <laughs> Strongman this, is so awful. I this, hate this, him. This, this is sounding like there could. They, we, we may have another pay per view review special coming up. <laughs> as long as I don't have to have a twenty minute like anger mid road rant about how much I hated Randy Orton's match. The Orton versus Edge. Oh god, that was so genuine. Angry I've been on any of our podcasts. It's so probably... slow. But anyway, back to the positive. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy getting angry. When I've got a good rage on, I really get into it. I find it quite cathartic, um, which you can probably tell if you listen to our WrestleMania podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Indie wrestlers are getting more jobs and being taken to mainstreams. Most yeah, of the, just the improvement of the industry with all... I know it's horrible that, it all, you know, that it's happened, yeah. but that it's all come out with the coming forward movement and everybody, you know... It's I only said, good uh, for the en- industry at the end of the day, getting the improvements it needs. I'm very excited for Thunder Rosa's new wrestling promotion, which name yeah. I do not have. I wasn't expecting to get hyped about it, but we're on a fucking roll of happiness here, boys. I was about to mention AEW Heels. I'm hoping yep. to see more from that. and That's really nice and positive. Well, Ruth yep. loves that, doesn't she? Strange. She always yeah. enjoys going on that. So, yeah. Uh, well, what- my, uh, my woman shout drunkenly at American woman and get really hyped up. Yeah, it's kind it of hard in a loud and <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get. I think. I think. Hopefully, um, if they have another one of those um, get-togethers, we may have a a, um, a podcast special with the the ladies. Ladies, ladies talk about wrestling. Yeah, I bet you it gets more listens than us lot. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to me. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't listen to he went famous once in 2016 and said, Circle Don't you take my, I'd say 15 minutes, my three days of fame from me that I never want back. <laughs> so, yeah, 
there you have it. All in all, it's actually not been that terrible a year for wrestling, and things are seeming to get good again at the moment. Um, nice positive Twitter. Um, Hooray! So with that being said, I'd like to say thanks to Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. We are Wrestle Opinionated on Anchor.fm and on Spotify. We are also Wrestle Opinionated on YouTube. Mr. Muir. Right. Uh, as always, we'd like to hear from you because it means we get a better discussion and you get to hear our thoughts on whatever you're thinking currently. Uh, so you can send it into wrestleopinionated at gmail.com or wrestleop, that's op on Facebook and wrestleop1 at Twitter. Also, I've got a quick thing to answer in before we go. We didn't talk about the, Ross, uh, the puppy Royal Rumble, but I just want to mention one thing from it. Just Tony Schiavone's comment to saying this is the be- this is better than anything I commentated on in WCW in 2000 was the best comment of the week. And over Ooh. to you, Strange. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm not going to go full Philip DeFranco this time because I haven't got my bullet point list of shit to shout. But we do appreciate you listening. Please uh, like, share, subscribe, do all those things that you're meant to do. Uh, I think there's I, I don't even know how YouTube works. Smash the Just bell button. On. I yeah, mean, you your face into the keyboard section until you've clicked all the like buttons. If you have wrestling fans, please pass us and share us onto them. You're all going back to work now and have day trips and stuff, so you can listen to us in the car, listen to us at home, listen to us in the office. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Uh, we really appreciate all of you that listen, and every little bit of uh, extra attention and thumbs up helps us. Back to you, Morgan. All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night. <laughs>